Do you believe that your Heavenly Father has good gifts for you when you come to Him? This is Saturday, March 11th, and last Sunday I shared the story of Dick Hoyt, the father of Ricky Hoyt. The story is told in a book entitled Devoted, and devoted is what Dick was. He largely laid aside his own life to care for his handicapped son named Ricky. Ricky hardly seemed worth anyone's time when he was born. So disabled was he that the doctors told Dick and his wife not even to take him home. But Dick loved him and soon learned that his son Ricky, though physically incapable of walking or talking, was bright and engaged with the world. Dick ended up taking Ricky on over a thousand races, pushing a large stroller wherever they went. Why did Dick do this? The answer is really simple. It's love. He wanted his son as broken as he was to have as full and fulfilling a life as possible. Here's our text for today. We finish up Luke 11, verse 11 to 13. Which of you fathers, if your son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Now Jesus finishes his teaching to the, of the disciples on prayer with a story about a father that, well, just couldn't be. It is, of course, a contrast with the love and goodness of God. Even evil fathers can show kindness to their children. Even they can give good gifts. Think of a scene such as the one Jesus describes. A child asks her father for a fish and he gives her a snake. Or a child asks for an egg and receives a scorpion. Well, this just isn't going to happen. Fathering involves love. Even if earthly fathers' love is flawed and weak, they love just the same. And Jesus is using this story of earthly fathers, even those that fail, to point us to the perfect love of our Heavenly Father. Jesus is trying to teach us about God as our Father. And here's where we start. Do you believe God is your loving Father and that He is for you? Do you believe that He desires to give you good gifts? That's what we read in the book of James. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights who does not change like shifting shadows. That's James 1.17. James says if you want to know where all the good stuff of life comes from, the things that we enjoy in our lives and our world, you need to know it all comes from our Father God. He does not change. You can count on God to be faithful day in and day out. Now James says this because the pagan gods were known to be capricious, that is, they might shower you with affection one day and end your life the next. You might find their favor and then find yourself the subject of anger and destruction. It just didn't make sense. Well, of course, the pagan gods are not gods at all. But he tells us this because, well, the Lord is nothing like that. Our Father is not an on-again, off-again God. He can be counted on. We can rest in Him. He's not fickle or subject to whims. He does not change with the weather, nor do our behaviors change him. 
You cannot do something that will cause you to lose his favor because you never gained his favor. Jesus did, and you are in Christ. You need do nothing to get his attention. He's your loving Father, and his eye is already on you. His hand of grace rests on you. So notice what Jesus says about our Abba Father. Do you think he won't give you his spirit if you ask? Yes, this is Jesus' way of telling you that as we seek our Father, he gives us more and more of himself. He provides his spirit to guide us, to help us know him more fully, and help us to pray. Here's the Apostle Paul describing how the Spirit helps us with our prayers. But if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit because the Spirit intercedes for God's people according, in accordance with the will of God. That's Romans 8, 25-27. Now, reading the promises of Jesus about the Father granting us His Spirit when we ask, we wonder, well, how can we not ask? Through the Spirit, we're helped when our prayers run out, when we just don't know how to pray. Best of all, the Spirit steps in and intercedes for us, carrying on the work of Jesus of intercession for us before the Father. How can we not want the Spirit directing our prayers and struggling with us, for us, as we come before our Father God? And so that's how we pray. Let's pray together today. Pour out your Spirit on us, O Lord. By your Spirit, guide our prayers. Give utterance to our deepest longings, for we trust in you, and we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen.